Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. A fascinating new book by Ethna Massey draws us into the world of the folklore and legends associated with the Irish seasons and the customs that mark the years turning, some of which still exist today. And Ethna joins me now. Good morning to Ethna. Good morning, Alan. We're coming up to Halloween, and I, I know if I mispronounce it, somebody will say you pronounce that wrongly. How do you pronounce it? Halloween, is it? Hallow? Hallow? You can pronounce it any way you like because <laughs> that's what it's all about, isn't it? It is indeed, but it, it, it <laughs> is one. Language is a, is, is a living thing and changes all the time. I pronounce it Halloween. Halloween. Okay, look, so <laughs> some of the traditions coming and the folklore and legends of that then, uh, is this part of what you do in the, in the Festival of Sound? Right, yeah, and it's a very ancient festival, and um, it go back it goes back to the time of the Celts when bonfires were lit, lit, lit and celebrations were held. And um, it was considered the beginning of the year because at that time the were the year was divided into two parts, and this was the beginning of the dark end of the year, if you like. And the mm-hmm. then, which was the first of May, was considered the beginning of the bright half of the year. So there was a lot of. Um, even in the very early days of the celebration, there was a lot of jumping out and making noise and bringing light uh, yeah. into the darkness in an attempt really to keep the the bad spirits uh, uh, away. And of course, that continued on then through the years in terms of the, the traditions we still have today uh, for Halloween right. and ha- that have been transformed in some ways, for example, uh, you know, in, in the American, if you like, Halloween. Okay. Why do we uh, light the bonfires and dress up for Halloween, Ethna? Well, there's a couple. The bonfires are really an attempt, I suppose, as I said, to bring light into the darkness and to to keep the bad spirits away. The dressing up is very interesting because the idea of disguise, um, if you disguise yourself, you're kind of, you know the way in the Aran Islands, uh, the the parents used to dress the boys as girls up to a certain age because they were afraid the fairies would be more likely to take the boys. So if they disguise disguise them as girls, they they were at less chance of being taken away by the fairies. And if you disguise yourself as well, um, as well as kind of hiding yourself, if you like, from the bad and evil spirits that are out there, um, it also means that you can get away with a lot more. Mm. Because if you're, you know, there's a kind of a freedom in disguise that you can, you know, be a little bit maybe bolder or wilder than you would be if everybody in the community uh, recognised your face and knew what you were doing. I still have with me author Ethna Massey there. I was just reading uh, from one of the, the forewords to the book where it says, Before the last fall of a leaf and withering of fern frond, the Celts celebrated wildly. Huge fires were lit and the spirits of ancestors were honoured and the forces of the other world were acknowledged. You've put a lot of thought into this book, Ethna, haven't you? I did because I suppose it started off really as um, a book similar to the previous book I did a long time ago, which was um, traveling around Ireland, looking at places and telling stories about them. So, I mean, there are stories in the book as well associated um, with the different seasons and with the different times of the year. But as time went on, and I suppose like a lot of people uh, during the last couple of years, we had a lot more time to think and reflect on things. And I realized there was just a huge connection um, 
with, with, between the Irish people and nature for a start that's so, so much part of our traditions because obviously nature and nature changing is part of the turning of the year and it also made me realise that community was such a huge part of, of Irish heritage if you like these people who joined together and had a celebration and acknowledged there was a connection with nature as well so yeah. I suppose it got a little bit deeper if you like as, as I wrote it I got deeper into it if you like. All right. Now, like you talk about encountering hermits, hags, saints, scholars, kings <laughs> and queens. I mean, there's so much you might have just read out there. Uh, yeah. Like, how do you how do you analyze and get all this information, Ethna? Well, I do a hell of a lot of research, but I mean, I think anybody who, who, who researches a book, they say the research is the easy part. The research is the fun part because you're learning all this stuff. It's it's kind of putting it together. And leaving out, I mean, there's there's probably, that book is a little bit like the tip of the iceberg, if you like, in terms of the actual research I did, because you just can't fit everything in, um, uh, especially if you want to include, you know, the illustrations and the photographs, which I think actually are, you know, are really important in that book as well. There was a fabulous job done on the design to it, which makes it attractive. Mm. Um, it also, I think, make, makes it attractive from the point of view that, between the stories and the sections, you can. It's the kind of book you can pick up and read a small section. Do you know what I mean? Or a story yeah. and put it down again. You know, either whether it's tied to the year or whether you just thought that yeah. that grabs your interest, or you can read it the whole way through. And yeah. I suppose reading it the whole way through maybe gives you a better sense of what I'm trying to say as well. Yeah, there's a big queue within the morning mix team as to who's going to read the book first and next, and <laughs> everyone wants to read <laughs> it. So, you, you, so if, if if that's an indication of how well it's going to sell, it's a good positive indication for you. Just going back to where you t- you talked about the the division of the year uh, is most yes. closely based on agricultural activity and the various seasons and that's why I suppose the title then defines itself the turning of the year yes yeah it was it's um Irish the Irish seasons as you probably know are slightly different from the rest of the world we kind of go we're a little bit ahead with things like you know the traditional first day of spring was in both the first of February Bridget's day um, and I have a French husband and when I said that to him oh yes the first day of spring he looked at me as if he thought it was mad so I don't know whether it's but that was based on the fact that um, in February say the, the sheep were beginning to lamb you oh. did see the kind of the first growths you could start the first ploughing if, 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 if the, 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 the land wasn't frozen or whatever yeah. and then the first of May was the day when um, the cows were, say, brought up to the high p- pastures in bullying, which is another um, whole area that I found fascinating that I actually... Yeah, well, I'll stop about. you right there. Who were the bully girls and, and why oh, did the they tie girls. red rags to the cows' tails? <laughs> okay, well, we'll start with the red rags to the cows' tails. tails. This actually ties in with what we were talking about with, um, with fire and um, with colour red. It was considered a way of keeping the fairies away. And on the 1st of May, the fairies, uh, May Eve and the 1st of May, the fairies were extremely um, active. You'd have to be very careful that, and, and uh, you know, that you wouldn't see a hare running in to take milk from your cow because um, the hare was actually um, a kind of a witch mm-hmm. uh, in some cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd have to watch that your neighbour wasn't overlooking and maybe kind of, as I say, overlooking the cows and... Uh, Putting a, you know, making sure that the the, the milk wouldn't wouldn't churn, um, so the the, the bully girls would be there. That this would be the start of what was called the bully season, okay. and these were usually teenagers. Um, sometimes there were younger girls as well, and sometimes there might be an older woman with them to keep an eye on things. But they'd go up 
up to the up to the mountains with the cows uh, to these bully houses which were very rough kind of they could be just made of clay or stone or whatever and they'd stay there for the summer they might come down at uh, the odd time because they'd make you know they might bring down the milk or they'd make cheese up there um, but basically they spent their summer in the in the pastures on the high mountains and it struck me i mean it was a way maybe of getting the girls out of trouble out of the way for the summer but it was also must have been a wonderful way to spend the summer if you got any kind of decent weather of course it was very wet (laughs) that might have been another story but they could be up there two or three months with the cows looking after them there you are. So that's just one of the tales, and there are many more like this in the turning of the year. Esna, what might be the story behind the solace at, uh, or solstice, I should say, at Newgrange? Well, there's a couple of different um, possibilities. I mean, the whole thing of the solstice, and um, everybody knows that the 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 sun strikes the the stone at the end of the chamber um around around the time of the, the 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 winter solstice so i mean newgrange some people see it as a kind of either a giant calendar or a timepiece um acting as an astronomical tool for the people but the tales that are associated with it um and not a lot of them have to do with time for example um in one story the dog the uh, turns the makes um, Bowen, who is the, the river goddess of, of the Boyne, um, makes it seem as if a whole year is only a, a, a day and a night. And that's how, uh, that's um, so that Bowen can be his lover and have a, a child by him, who again is, it turns out to be Angus Og, and he tricks his father uh, to, by, to take possession of Newgrange. Uh, by tricking him around the idea of a day and a night, oh, I'll only stay here for a day and a night, but a day and a night and a day and a day night and a day and a night, it's it's easier probably to explain in Irish, but a day and a night can be forever as well. So there's that kind of, if you like, interlinking of time moving and a, a kind of sense of the circle of the seasons, the circle of the year, uh, kind of circling into eternity, if you like. Okay. Um, yeah, look, look, it's, it's, it's a chat. I must say, I thoroughly enjoyed talking to you this morning. Do you go along with all the traditions of Halloween then? The dip, every, everything, um, yeah. <laughs> will you, will you dress I up? I, 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 it depends on whether there's a party or not. Maybe there'll be more parties this year. Yeah. <laughs> Socially distanced one and people wearing masks. Um, yeah. The masks will be easy this year anyway. I thought it was kind of ironic that it was a year when people were, were, were wearing masks because, you know, a few years ago we'd have looked on the masks as maybe something a little... Um, why has somebody got a mask on? They're hiding something. Do you know what I mean? And now it's it's so different. But anyway, as regards the traditions, um, when I was a child, I you know my family would have. Uh, I think it's it probably is the kind of thing. Uh, if you have children around, I think it's lovely to do some of the games yeah. and the dressing up and all the rest of it. Okay. Um, adults, I think, can maybe just just reflect on the fact right. that we're connected with this year. Thank you, Esna. The, the book is The Thank Turning you. of the Year. is published by O'Brien Press. It's a riveting read. And there, as we almost approach Halloween, some nice memories shared by Esna Massey. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix.